a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Here. Resistance is futile. This, indeed, you are. Is fan effect. This is your captain. Our mission to chart the stars, push the boundaries of what is known and what is possible. Oh, wow, this looks uh, slick, doesn't it? Star Trek going where no one has gone before in a new series on Paramount+. Plus. I was going to mix my franchises, and he said, your mission, and I thought, should you choose to accept it? No, no, it's not Mission Impossible. This is what's possible in the final frontier. And joining us to talk about the latest Star Trek is resident Vulcan, uh, Andy Farnsworth from KSL News Radio and KSL's Fan Effect Podcast. Uh, This is where kind of fandom all started, probably, with Star Trek in the modern era. Looks pretty cool. Certainly, and it's definitely kind of a return to that. And, you know, I have a pun for you, Dan, after last week's big movie, Doctor Strange. This week, we're talking about something else that's strange. Eh? I'll be here for another five minutes, folks. (laughs) Oh, okay, that was it. (laughs) Star Trek Strange New World. Oh, got it. Oh, got it. Yeah, got it. Okay. (laughs) And it's a new series on Paramount Plus that I think will appeal to Trek fans who've been less than thrilled with much of the recent Star Trek content. It's called Star Trek Strange New Worlds, and it's a prequel series to the classic 60s Trek show based on the years that Captain Christopher Pike manned the helm of the USS Enterprise. The series will follow Captain Pike, played by Anson Mount, Science Officer Spock, played by Ethan Peck, and First Officer Number One, perfectly named, right, played by Rebecca Romaine, as they explore worlds around the galaxy in the years before Captain Kirk took command of the Enterprise. Besides those main three characters, the series also features other characters that longtime Trek fans will know, like Nurse Chapel and Cadet Nyota Uhura, as well as new characters like Security Chief La'an Nunian Singh, eh? Pilot Lieutenant uh, Erica Ortegas, and Dr. Mabenga. In the first episode, which is available to stream right now, one of Pike's officers goes missing on a secret mission for Starfleet, so Pike has to come out of self-imposed exile to figure out how to rescue his officer while struggling what to do with the vision of the future he's been given. Trek fans know Pike's fate, and thanks to some recent developments in other Star Trek series, so does Captain Pike himself now. Of course, because we're not in 1965 anymore, and we have much better special effects and costumers, what you'll see in Strange New Worlds will look a bit different and more modern than the original Trek series, which is supposed to take place after this one, but it's a welcome change in my opinion. Uh, Another something that's unique about this series is that it's a return to a self-contained episode each week instead of it being one long season story arc. I've been able to watch the first four episodes and I've really enjoyed it. It feels much more similar to Trek of the past generations, and for me that's a welcome feeling. Series is rated TV 14 and new episodes available to stream each Thursday for subscribers of Paramount+. Plus. 
Now, up next is another streaming series that I have found to be completely fascinating. It's called The Offer on Paramount+. Plus. It stars Miles Teller, who you'll see in a couple of weeks in the new Top Gun movie, and Juno Temple, who you'll recognize as Keely from Ted Lasso. Only she has an American accent in this one. And it tells the story of the making of what is considered one of the greatest movies in the cinematic history, The Godfather. Truth is every bit as fantastic as and dramatic as fiction as Teller plays Paramount Studios producer Albert Ruddy through the lengthy and problem-filled process to get the movie made. In addition to this being the first movie that Ruddy has ever made at the time, he had to battle studio head Bob Evans over issues like writing, casting, and cost, and then deal with near-constant interference from higher-ups at the corporation that owned Paramount at the time. In addition to that, Italian-Americans were protesting what they thought was an unfair portrayal of them in the book on which the movie was based. Frank Sinatra hated it because he felt like one of the characters was based on him, and he tried to stop the movie from being made, and oh, the actual mafia also gets involved trying to prevent it. It's crazy. It's a series that if you're interested at all in how movies are made, it'll draw you right into the story, giving you a glimpse of Hollywood in the early 1970s, and some pretty cool portrayals of famous screen stars and other celebrities of that era. Plus, you'll see how perhaps some of those famous scenes from The Godfather came to be. I really enjoyed it, and there's some fantastic acting in the series from Teller, Dan Fogler as Francis Ford Coppola, Giovanni Ribisi as real-life crime family head Joe Colombo, and Matthew Good as Paramount Studio head Bob Evans. The show is only for mature audiences, though, fair warning. Five of the eventual ten episodes are already available to stream, and it's only on Paramount+, Plus, which... By the way, also has the Godfather movies themselves to stream, which I'm sure is a complete coincidence. <laughs> now, staying in the truth is just as fascinating as fiction. We head over to Netflix for the extraordinary story of two intelligence officers, played by Colin Firth and Matthew McFadden, who changed the course of World War II, saving tens of thousands of lives and breaking Hitler's grip on Europe by recruiting the skills of the most unlikely of secret agents, an actual dead man. It's called Operation Mincemeat, and it takes place in 1943. The Allies intend to launch an all-out assault on Sicily, but there's a big problem. The Germans already know that's the plan, so to protect the invasion from massacre, the two intelligence agents dream up the most inspired and improbable disinformation strategy of the war, using an actual dead man as a secret agent to get some fake plans to access headquarters. It's a movie where the truth is so tense and improbable that you actually want to go on the internet during and after the movie to see if it really did happen like that. If you like historical dramatizations or Colin Firth, you should check it out. It's rated PG-13 and streaming only on Netflix. Staying with Netflix, remember when Mike Myers owned part of the 90s with Wayne's World and Austin Powers? Well, if you've been missing him and his particular style of live-action comedy, he's back in another playing multiple characters role in a show called The Pentaveret. What if a secret society of five men, all played by Myers, has been working to influence world events for the greater good since the Black Plague of 1347? Well, as this new series begins, one unlikely Canadian journalist, also played by Myers, finds himself embroiled in a mission to uncover the truth. He's joined by a couple of conspiracy theorists, both played by... Guess who? Myers. And together, the three of them, or is it just the one of them, could possibly save the world. Again, you have to like Myers and his style of comedy to make it through even one of the half-hour episodes. There are six in total. It is rated TVMA, so be warned, and it's only on Netflix. Finally, something for the kids this week, too. On Netflix, you also have the animated movie Marmaduke. Now, kids themselves won't remember that Marmaduke is a classic character from newspaper comic strips that started in the 1950s because, well, kids don't read newspapers. But this is another movie adaptation. There was a live-action one uh, about 20, 10 years ago with Owen Wilson. This animated one has Saturday Night Live's Pete Davidson and J.K. Simmons in the voice cast. Messy and mischievous Great Dane Marmaduke has a big heart, but he can't stay out of trouble. So just imagine what happens when he tries to make it in the swanky dog show world. 
It's got a Nickelodeon type of animated style, but it's safe for all ages. Rated TVY7 and only on Netflix. Now, next week, another much-anticipated movie coming to theaters. Downton Abbey, A New Era. And if you're one of those excited to see the Dowager Countess, Lord Grantham, Lady Mary, and the rest of the crew, then I have some exciting news. We've got 10 pairs of tickets to give away to lucky fans for an early screening of the movie at the Valley Fair Megaplex Theaters on Tuesday, May 17th. So to enter the contest, go to ksltv.com, and right there on the main page, scroll down, find this, and click in order to enter Yes, I can't. I'm not eligible to win, even though <laughs> you'll get to see it anyway. I actually have already seen it. Ah, and so uh, I, I actually enjoyed it. Now, not having watched the series, but I saw the first movie, and I took my sister with me, who is a Downton expert, and did I was able like to go. Oh, she, yes. She oh, did. well, the series. You have to watch the series to really enjoy the movie because the series is like this great slow burn. Yeah, well, I will say I'm sure that there were things in the movie that would have been even cooler. But I will say this: it's a pretty good story. I'll have a full review next week, but I have a take a tissue if you're a fan. Okay. I have a question about the, the, the Star Trek for you. Okay. Why do we keep getting more and more Star Trek? And I ask that loving Star Trek. I'm a big Star Wars fan, but what is it that keeps bringing back different incarnations that I don't think there's ever been a, a franchise like it that just keeps pumping out new content? We're Star Wars fans, right? Because yeah. uh, aren't we doing the exact same thing? Well, sure. But I would say... I, there's I, I a think, lot more Star Trek, actually. A I lot think more the thing lives. about Star Trek is because it's supposedly set in our own so it's future, our, that's what, yeah, it's our yeah. hopes yeah. for humanity. Whereas Star Wars is specifically and very a long time ago. careful a long time ago in a galaxy far, 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 far away. away. Okay, I got it. Because <laughs> it looks slick. It looks, it looks uh, pretty. Yeah. Looks so fun. this episode of Fan Effect Podcast brought that's to you right. by that's KSL. Good. We can do an entire <laughs> panel, uh, Fan X this fall. And make sure you go to the, uh, the Salt Palace Star for that. Wars, uh, episode. We'll uh, have to talk some Star Wars. We got Obi-Wan Kenobi coming up in a, in a couple of weeks. So we'll, we'll be getting Oh, we'll too. talk about that. Oh, you know, that comes out will. the same weekend as Top Gun. Oh, boy. Oh. It's going to be a busy day <sighs> the Friday before Memorial Jeez. Day weekend. Hey, thanks for watching. I hope you and your family found this review helpful, and I invite you to check out my other in-depth reviews of movies and streaming TV shows on ksltv.com. I'll see you there. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear-gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.